Welcome everyone to the Davy Astronomer Show. I'm your host, Davy Astronomer. And yes, that name sounds way cooler than Astro. Um, to the show we have Stevie Weavy. So what is good, my guy? Welcome to the show. Hi guys. Um. Yeah, um, decided I really wanted to come on and get interviewed for some things I really want to be. Um, I, I feel like so I just got done with a podcast and they're talking about a lot about my life and I was documenting my life basically. So I'm gonna, I told her there's gonna be a part two, and my plan was to started off with the interview first and then finish it off by myself on my own podcast, but that didn't happen because I think he was busy. So I kind of just had a backtrack and I went ahead. I did it backwards. I did it. I did most of it earlier. I'm here to, uh, I'm here to want to talk about more about that specific, about, about more things of my of my life that's happened in my life, like more of my documents that's been documented in my life. Yeah. Um, be interviewed, ask questions, blah, blah, blah. Thought it would help me kind of get them out quicker and it, I ain't got to backtrack and, you know, so, yeah. <laughs> that's... Uh, well, guys, welcome, guys. This is an interview. Um, so we're going to start off Pretty much as all in Interview. <laughs> um, interview Wednesday. With Stevie Weaver. <laughs> so I left off. This is where I left off. So I just left off from my other from my other podcast. Uh, you guys can definitely check that. I haven't. I have not put that link up yet in my story yet. But when I do, you guys can definitely go check that out. Um, I believe I left off when I, graduated out of school. No, I, I left off when I graduated out of school and I, uh, overcame all hate hatred and all this stuff that I was dealing with in, in high school and in grade school and uh how I like that's pretty much where I pretty much left off at. Um it'll bring it'll bring in questions uh, as I continue to speak. So if you have any questions you know, feel welcome to stop me anytime and ask me any questions. So this is a, a type of interview and I'm am obligated to I have to and I'm obligated to actually because I'm on a talk, I'm on a show, so yeah. Um, so back to what I was saying. Uh, when no, I grew up. I, I grew. I grew up in a non-rich, healthy life. Let's fast forward when I graduated. So, uh, I graduated. I started. I started in musically. Um, came on this. I came on this platform because to be guys. 
I rewind back to what I was, what I was saying before, I was talking about how, uh, how I would get bullied all the time from my YouTube channel, and people found my channel, they would always bully me, and that's why I kind of stopped YouTube. So I went into music, nobody knew where I was at, and where no one really knew what the app was. For that app, I, it helped me with a lot with my depression. It helped me a lot with the things I was going through with high school and the fake people, the drama, the, the drama that kids go through, teenagers go through, and all the hate that I was going through. Um, TikTok, like came in to play, found out about like. I was looking for a platform for editing and stuff, and like kind of fit that fit that uh, category. Uh, I told you about uh, my ex girlfriend that was eighteen years old. That pretty much screwed me over. Blah blah blah. Cried uncle. You know, I I told him blah. blah. He was taught he talked about premarital sex. Blah, blah blah. Fast forward. Um. From there. From. There, from there, from there. Okay, from there. So I, I stayed at. So I pretty much stayed at my uh, at my neighbor's house because there was a lot of things that I was going through at the time. And I ended up, I ended up going back home. Like I was getting fed lies. My dad my dad is a very manipulative person. Always was manipulative with my mind, telling me things that was not true about me. And I would tell him things about myself. He would not ever listen to me. And he would tell me that I, he would tell me that it's all in my head. And I'd pretty much believe everything that he would say to a certain extent. And then it got to a point in my life where I kind of got fed up with it. And I kind of stopped listening to him. And I got my into not being in the position with him in my adulthood years. Got to a point to where he tried to fight me, tried to throw tried to throw me against places. Like dude, it got really it got that far where me and him just did not get along at all. Um so Yeah. Did you have a question? Um Pretty much, I'm just listening to your story, and it kind of fit a lot of people's um, personality. So, what did you learn from your life as an 18-year-old versus now? And what can you tell the upcoming 18-year-olds about their insecurities? I have a few things John to about being about being eighteen years old. I really want to say to all you guys that are eighteen years old or younger. Please don't get get your guys get your guys yourselves into drugs. Please don't get yourselves into things that you know that's gonna get you into trouble. Um don't go around act like you're all big and bad and tough and act like that you know the world. Because kind of how I kind of did everything within my 
seniors. Um, and if there's a girl that if there's a girlfriend in your life that you had, she pretty much used you for her happiness and used you for her positive energy. My thing is for this. My thing for you guys. My my uplifting guys is my advice to you guys is basically I would say forward in life. I would say look forward in life and look for better people in your life to talk to and don't always be old find people to try to fill in a gap in your life. Try to fill in a little hole in your life because of what you're going through. Um, come out and talk be open about your situation. It might not be easy to open up about it, but you can always open up to a sister about it, to a brother, maybe somebody that might be close to you that might be like a sister or like a brother to you. Just find some way to get it out instead of putting your stress into life and, and hurting yourself within your, your own life is basically what I'm saying. What about for those who have parent issues, who can't trust their parents or feel like their parents parents. aren't there for them? If your parents are not there for you guys and you guys feel left out, you guys feel alone, you guys don't feel listened to, that's how I feel. I feel not listened to. I feel alone. Uh, I would go, I would try to. If I was you in that situation, you don't have anybody to talk to. At that point, I would write your stuff down. I would put it down on a piece of paper, and I would take that piece of paper, and I would hide it. That could be another way that you could get your feelings out. Or you can, or if you're like an artist and you know how to sing, or like if you're into like music or into whatever, whatever helps, helps. Do what helps you. Because I know musically, TikTok and like and like has helped me over the years. So, um, yeah, I started these platforms because it helps me. Music, for me, music is a very, very uh big thing. Music, is very worldwide and. What's, what what kind of use for that? Music is a is is a very um, those um things that precious music is music is very precious soul. Whatever whatever that you to can become a reality into your heart and into your life. So be careful to what you listen to. And if it's something, if you listen to something that explains you, that's okay. But be careful with what you listen to because with with the, you can feed the wrong type of energy into your soul and your heart. Right. That's what I was trying to say. I couldn't get, I couldn't get it out. If you could go back in time to your 18-year-old self, what would you tell this person about themselves?
I can go back to my 15, 16, 17, 18 year olds years. First, I would skip my 18 year old year first. I would tell my 15 year old self this. Now, this is something that I regret. I would tell myself, you do not want to pick up that cigarette. You do not want to pick up that that alcohol because it's going to ruin your life. It's going to make you addicted. It's going to make you think that you it's the only thing that you can lean on to keep yourself happy. It's the only thing that you can lean on to uh to uh and yourself and, 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 and go on party. You need to put that down now. Be a soldier and be better than what your own father was when he was younger out doing all these other other things that he shouldn't have been doing and still doing that to, to this day. Being a whatever, living the old way. That's the old way. Um, I would tell my 18-year-old son, you made it halfway. You made you made it uh you, you made it all the way to now, so there's no reason to ever give up. You're now going to a Baptist church, which I about this church I actually got myself saved. I would tell myself good job because I went and got rebaptized when I was eighteen years old and got sick, got reborn again. And I would tell my eighteen year self, your old self, good job for that. That's one thing I would tell my eighteen year old self. Where do you see yourself in the next two years? The next two years, I see myself. In the next two years, I see myself in. Kind of imprisoned in two years. Like. By what I mean, imprisoned by. I see myself becoming trapped within two years because I feel like my soul and my mind is like. I feel like as you get older, I feel like as you get older, it gets worse on you because the depression that you have and, and what you deal with, along with uh, your father issues that you have and. The things that you wasn't able to do when you was like two years old, not able to have that father figure in your life to be there for you. Um, within two years, I could probably see myself probably finding a place with my girlfriend and mm -hmm. her just helping me the way. Crazy. Crazy. <laughs> um, I know this may be, I know this may be way off. Your 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 um maybe way off for of your level at the moment, but fatherhood. In your opinion, what makes a great father? <clears throat> In my opinion, what makes a great father? That's a actually a question right there. What makes a great father? In my opinion. In my opinion. In my opinion, basically, I feel working so much. That's a eh, no. You need to stop working so much. In my opinion, what a great father is, 
it's a mother and a father's job. It's not just the father's job, but it's the mother's and the father's job to give that child that feel like that. If you're always working all the time and you're constantly always saying, oh, I got to get up and go do this. Oh, I'm not going to come back home until like three or four in the morning and then come, you know. What makes a good father to me is like when you spend time with your family, when you actually take the time to spend with your son and you don't and you don't pull back and say that you've got to work. You don't pull back and say that, oh, man, I got to go and provide and, and work all night, all day. Like, I think what makes a great father when they take time out of their day when they get home from work to actually take that precious time and spend it with your child. All the way until they grow and become that child's best friend. Not, not act like that. You don't this to the house and don't and not act like that you don't live at at the house and always be out working until three or four in the morning. That's how I hanging out, fishing, going to do normal things, sort of a uh, son or daughter should do. Like, it's that's what I see with father. That's why I want to be. That's why I want to be. To someone who almost became a father at an early age. Yes, I became a father like 14 and a half years old. I was almost 14, going to 15. Mm -hmm. And me, myself, I feel like a great father will pick up their child when they fall off their bikes. I feel like a father should be a child's hero, you know? They should always try to make things positive even when they know everything is not always gonna go right. Pick them up when they fall off their bike, kiss their boo-boo when they're little. Let them know that whatever you do in life, I will support that. Even when they're wrong, don't tell them they're wrong to their face, but kinda, teach them that there are other ways to do better than what they're doing. You know, I feel like me coming up with a father that was always straight up, like, it hurt it because I felt like they could have went other ways with it. Like, my father could have went other ways, but it just smacked it right on me. Like, hey, what you doing? It's not right. Quit it. Like, and I know a lot of children can't handle a straight father that tells them. So I feel like sometimes a father needs to kind of be a little sensitive. You know, even if their kids do wrong, don't punish them, but talk to them to let them know that, hey, I'm proud of you, but you need to find other ways to do positive things, you know? Just don't jump up and say you're wrong. Talk to them. Tell them what they can do to be different. They can do different to learn from them. Yeah, well, that's that, that, that could be it. That, that, that's a good way to do it, too. Um, my Now, when my father would whip me with the belt, and also I do feel like another thing about a child, I feel like regardless on how old or no matter on how old a child is, 
No matter if they're your son, if they're blood-related, no matter if they are even, like, no matter, no matter if they're your son, no matter how old they are, um, I also have, I also feel like that your father should never, ever, 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 no matter what, ever put their hands on you. Like, in an aggressively way, is what I'm saying. I I understand if you feel if they feel threatened like their child was trying to hit them, let's say like they're like sixteen years old and they rose their hand like they was gonna hit them. I understand that because I was fifteen years old and I was so mad because my dad got up in my face and he was yelling at me angrily and he was really like getting on my last like kind of shrugged my shoulder. I shrugged it back, but I didn't raise my thought I was going to raise my arm in my hand. But before it ever happened, when I shrugged my shoulder, he, he freaked out, thought I was going to hit him. He grabbed me and threw me across the living room and thought I was going to hit him. And self-defense, and I understand that, but I still feel like, regardless of the situation, you should never, ever put your hands on your own child. That's kind of how I feel. You can restrain them from trying to hit you, but do not ever put your hands on your child. That's how I feel. Um, yes, it's okay to punish them, and, and, and this is how I feel. It's okay to take their things away, and it's okay to tell them afterwards of why you did it, so so they know why you did it, so that they know what the actions, what the actions are to show them or to give them a reason to not do it next time. So, like, let's say, like, um, what can you grounded for? I forgot. I'm, I'm, an, I'm, I'm not a kid anymore. Um, let's say I, let, let's say that I went and fridge and took my dad's pie and ate it. So I took my dad's pie and ate it out the fridge. He's in the living room. He's like. Stevie, what, 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 what'd you do? Uh, he's like, Stevie, what'd you do? He would hear the fridge open because he would already know that I took some out of the fridge. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. And he would go, go in the fridge, look, look in the fridge, like, did you eat my pie? Like, no. And like, you're lying to me. Like, I didn't eat your pie. And he'd be like, no, I'm in a video game way and you're not getting back uh, for three days. I think that's exciting. I think being grounded, I think grounded, and in spanks is worth it. But I also feel like another no. way is like if you're you talk about being a teenager, you're talking about being a teenager and talking to them about it, and not, okay, or them as well, a child. As, as they're growing up, because I feel like if you start, you know, yeah, if you start, yeah. the 12, 11, you start teaching them then, like, hey, you know, this is wrong. You know, it happens okay. when, like, bad people. Like, if I was a father and I had, like, a 10 or 11-year-old, I would show them, like, prison movies just to, you know, not to scar them all the way, but to just let them know, like, hey, this is what happens when you decide mm-hmm. you want to do your own thing. You know, just to scar them just a little bit, just enough to know that this is what could happen to you 
if you decide I'm to go and do your thing. Reality is and real life is is if you do certain right. things. Yeah. Because we can't show, we can't, like these days, I feel like a lot of the children are living in the fantasy world because no matter what they do, their parents are going to protect them from the world when you can't protect your children from the world always. They have to go out and see what's going to happen if certain things happen. Right. Right. And if it scars them, then that, that means you've done your job if it scars them and they come back scared and terrified. Right. My, my father was able to experience that within himself. Not within himself, but when he got he was 13 years old, he had to live on the streets, 13 years old, and he's been doing, he's been living on his own since he was 13 years old. I kicked out of his own mom's house and has been living, has been doing this on his own since he was 13. Guys, GED, didn't graduate high school, but guys, GED, because he went back to high school, guys, GED, so I went to college, I'm sure how he got, how he went to college, so I went to college, got a, Truckers got a trucker's license to drive big trucks and uh, a CDL, I guess, and um, quit that and then started a business and boom. Um, I I don't well now he owns his own business now, but um, uh, I do not think that it's I don't I I feel like I, I don't think it's my father's fault at all. I it's not you have to realize all the I, feel like, I feel like I feel like I feel like I feel like it is his fault he was just he was young and dumb back then he was like around his 20s I was like what? no he was in his teen years he was maybe like 19, 19 and I was only like two years old and Basically, how all this would have went about, I feel like that we would have had a better relationship wise with my own father is if he would have stuck around. Uh, I feel like me being in my position uh, when I was two years old, where my father did not come home because he, my mom called the cops on because he decided he wanted to weed on the streets and got himself put in prison which is out of his stupidity because he was looking for money and he was young no just doing young things he knew he knew better but he was just being stupid so he got put in prison for a couple for a few years and I lost out on a lot of things because when he got out of prison my mom would not allow and a lot of this would be on my mom's fault, would not allow me or my big sister to go see our father until we was 13 and got put in custody because we almost died in my mom's house because our, our mom would, wouldn't come home. She'd always be out working with pedophiles and pedophiles and just a lot of weird things going on within my childhood. Um it up not ever coming home she's sleep around with other men have sex with them having babies now who all my brothers and sisters are on her side I don't know if I have I don't know she's just a hoe she's a whore sorry to say that mom but you are 
<laughs> um, anyways, slept around a lot men and um got to a point where my big sister had to she went to Walmart and stole actual food and brought it back home because that we could eat because the cabinet doors was locked. We lived a rough life, man. We lived a rough life growing up, and I was always below 50 pounds, which that's way below weight, and I could have died because I... In the end, my did save my life because when, when, when the state took us and told how to stay with our father. My dad helped me get my weight up. So I went so low in weight. My little brother was like seven, six, seven years old, weighing way more than I did. That's that that's not good at all. If your little brother is like six, seven years old, weighing that there's a problem. What, 13, 14 years old? That's a problem. So they got my weight up and stuff. I went to the hospital. I went to the doctor, got myself checked, and they said I needed to gain about a gain about up to a hundred and at least a hundred and twenty-five pounds. Hundred no, at least hundred and forty pounds to be at a normal man's weight. Hundred forty, hundred and sixty. And so I had to get. I had to over the time that I I stayed over there. That I stayed over here. Then my mom wouldn't, wouldn't uh, come up. My mom wouldn't come to visitation. She would not at all. We, we, we would go to court, and the judge would ask us about it. And it got to a point to where they dropped the they dropped the court. They dropped it to where we didn't have to go to court anymore for all this for this nonsense anymore. They put my little sister with my with my grand with my grandma because she, her dad's a felon got to Mexico and got banned from the United States because he wanted to touch little kids and he only had two options. He had either A, stay here and uh, stay stay here in the United States and stay in prison for the rest of his life and in prison and die in the electric or B, he can go back to his country and be banned, permanently banned from the United States of America. He chose to go back to his country and he cannot come back in the again or he'll be shot and executed um it's been my life that like I'm surprised I'm even opening up about <laughs> but I'm ready but anyway so yeah um all, all that happens and then I heard my mom talking about I'm talking about how she wanted to bring my little sister to go see father now this made me really mad and i was like okay well if she, if she does that i'm gonna be mad because i'm about to go down there and i'm about i'm i'm about to find some gun and i'm gonna take it with me i'm about to shoot this person because if this person ever if this person sees my little ever and he is ever around her i'm gonna slice his throat because that's my little sister and I do not want him ever, I don't want her seeing her dad. By the way, that's her dad that she has never ever met in her life. Ever. She was born, she was still in my mom's when um, this guy went to prison and got sent back to his country. Like, she has never met her dad at all. 
That's what Julie said. And sometimes I like to kind of compare that to that situation, like compare my situation to never seeing your dad or comparing it. And I think that in the same sense, I feel like not knowing your dad and not seeing your dad is in the same conversation. It's in the same concept. True. That's correct. You know, I agree 100%. But guys, before we get back to this, and that's correct. Mm -hmm. Guys, before we get back to this interview, I know this is a very exquisite and deep topic for most of you guys, but before that, we want to head out and get these advertisements out the way and this commercial break. Guys, thank you so much. Um, first of all, we're going to give a shout out to Anchor, Spotify, Listen Notes, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, every mainstream platform that hosts this podcast. Go and check us out. Also, guys, if you like games, but also like to make money, go and check out AppFlame. AppFlame is an app where you can go and play games while making money, while also working on interview, working on um interviews. You know, you can go and take the interview, take if you want make money from home. Also if you are looking into getting into any type of streaming, check TikTok, um, Likey, um, Hago, whatever, streaming out, Bego, whatever. Go check those out, see which one fits you. Um, also, Rizzle is another app that I found out by none other than my manager, aka and co-partner in crime, Samantha's well, with Rizzle, it's like it's like your very own podcast TV extravaganza where you can make videos, um, TV series based around your podcast. Go and check those out. So those are our daily um, advertisements for today. Let's head back into the survey. Welcome back, guys, to the David. I guess tuning in, we are here with Stevie Weeby, and this is an interview about how he grew up, about his lifestyle. Hopefully, it can help some of you guys um, with his story. So now, to continue this amazing interview, let's get back to it. Stevie Weeby. Welcome back to the show. <laughs> All right, guys. Hello, Rank. Welcome back. We're back. We're back with the show now. Okay. So we was on. Or was talking about how it's the same. It's technically the same thing when you don't know uh, when you don't know your dad. You have never seen your dad before. It is in the in the same concept. And my this is what. My advice to the people that is dealing with this type of hurtness, and I know, and I, I know, and I'm, I'm crying my voice out when I say this because I, I, I know, I know what I like to feel that I do. It hurts. The only way, 
the only way that I can say for you guys, I really the the only way I could say like what are you saying, guys? The only way, yes, find way to like at least help you know build your dad. And understand also, guys, if you have parents out there that you really don't get along with, understand that. But still go see them. Still make, you know, let them know that you care about them, even if you don't, you know, because sometimes parents can be put in a situation where you don't care about them because they never showed you that they cared about you growing up. And so as a child gets older, we get this little thing we like to call hatred towards our parents. Because they didn't show us how to love. They didn't show us that when things get bad, we come together. What do they do? They either don't care about you or they're not honest with you. So, Stevie Weeby, how hurtful is it to know your parents, but they're never honest with you about situations? It is actually very hurtful. It, it's very hurting um it it's like very very it's a very emotional feeling and it's like it's like a big stab in the heart when you used to be the baby and i'm not trying to I'm not trying to say that i'm jealous or make myself sound jealous of my little brother but before my little brother was ever born, right now because if he heard me say this he'd be really upset um but she was ever born in this family I was actually the baby I was actually the baby and I became the middle child and that's kind of what it comes down to the middle child always gets all the stuff passed into the middle like like for instance like all the negative things that go on gets passed to the middle you're expected to do so much expected so much that you didn't even you know do or didn't say or you have to take up for another person's mistakes like or for another person's dog or whatever like or responsibilities basically for another person's responsibilities as well so my uh my advice to you guys basically just basically but yeah like like i said find ways to really to find ways to get it out i i feel like if for likey, if it wasn't for like, it was for musically. If it wasn't for TikTok, I feel like that I probably would have. And for the people I surround myself around too, I feel like that I probably wouldn't even be here right now. Um, I had therapy. Um, uh, I was at my sister's house months ago, and my sister was like. She's kind of worried about me because she's like, so are you ever planning on going to therapy? Because I'd tell her about the things I'm going through. And tell her, be like, no, I don't I don't need therapy. And she's always worried about me that I'm going to kill myself. I'm going to do something bad to myself. She's like, she asked me, she's like, why don't you go to therapy? Like, I feel like therapy would really work. Like, if you go to therapy, it'll help you get your thoughts, it'll help you get your mind, it'll help you get a lot of things out of your system that help you flush your system out of all the things that you're going through with your father issues, all the things that you're going to help you out. And I said, I don't need 
any therapy. I don't need a counselor. I don't need anybody to. I just need me and my phone. That's all I need. I have the platforms uh-huh. that I have to, to put my stress, anxiety, and my, my, my emotions out on. I got music that I can use. Music helps me a lot. Um, and I'm not saying therapy is therapy is not bad. It's good for people. It's just it's not for me. It's not for everybody. It's not for me. But if you ever need any type of help, I'd advise you to go to therapy. Not just therapy. If you can't find any type of help that could help you, I'd go to therapy, or I'd talk to a friend or talk to somebody that would help you kind of come yeah. through with your situation or someone that's been through a similar situation that can help you kind of come through what you're going through. And for someone who does have a therapy session, um, I feel like a lot of time it doesn't help because a lot of times when it comes to therapy, they tell you exactly what you've already been doing, like turning the 10, doing something you enjoy, so not like you said, it's not that I feel like therapy is bad, but why go and sit and pay all this money just for them to tell you something that you can you are you've already been doing? Uh-huh. I mean, who who doesn't know to enjoy yourself or find something that makes you happy or count to ten or hold your breath, count to ten, inhale, exhale. We already know this, so we don't need to be paying all this money just to hear a repeat of what we already know what to do. I don't get it. Exactly. Um, I don't really get it either because I used to do counseling when I was younger because my mom thought I had anger issues because I used to throw fits and kick her in the stomach. get so angry at her that I would have kitty fits when I was younger. So she had me in counseling and I was in counseling for no reason because I, I, I don't have and you you see me when I get I don't I just pretty much get emotional I don't I don't get mad I, when I get too mad I get emotional I just can't I can't deal with life but I don't have anger um and yeah it is it's the same thing and that's all they're telling going to tell you guys is you guys go to therapy they're just going to tell you the simple things that you should do that will help you Take your mind off of like, huh? Maybe you should play video. Maybe you should, maybe you should breath. Maybe you should, you know, whatever. Like, I feel like it's the same old stuff. And regardless, I feel like even if you if you go to therapy, little simple things, you can automatically by yourself. I mean, if they're telling you these simple things you, before you could have even went to therapy, and then fix before then. Like I said, uh, not everybody really believes in therapy. Like, you know, not everybody Mm -hmm. believes it, but some people do. I don't believe it. Money being wasted. I mean, just Mm -hmm. money being wasted. You go to therapy, well, how you feeling? I'm good. You feel like hurting someone? No. Um, Is your appetite good? Are you sleeping well? Like, these are the Mm -hmm. things we already know. Yes, I sleep well. Is your appetite well? Yes. My appetite wasn't well. I probably triple triple times smaller than I am. 
Exactly. Are you depressed? Do you want to hurt yourself, hurt others? No, I do not want to do that. I mean, I love life too much. And the thing is, if I love life, why do I want to take someone else's life? Exactly. You don't want to take mm-hmm. your life out and take someone else's life. And those are the things that, you know, aggravates a lot of people. Like, who, I mean, I know there's some out there that want to hurt themselves and hurt others. That's just because they don't, they never had parents to care for them or being rejected. I mean, who hasn't been rejected? But I feel like a lot of these generations now, they let rejection go over the edge where they want to do that. I mean, being rejected. You're talking about a generation of people who has been rejected, but now this is your turn and being rejected. Oh, you want to not live anymore. Oh, no. I'm never going to be the same. I, I, It's not going to change you because you've been rejected. I've been rejected. You've been rejected. Your parents been rejected. A lot of us have been rejected. So talk a little bit about that. Why do you feel like this generation is a little bit more sensitive when it comes to rejection? I feel like this is this is why, guys, and I, I don't I don't mean to throw and I'm gonna hate anybody's parents. You guys are doing an amazing job. Um, no shots have been taken at you guys. Speaking of how we feel about situations, about certain people, not you guys, but certain people that actually does this stuff. So what I feel is a lot of parents, I'm not going to say everybody because I don't want to offend it, a lot, not all, but a lot, a lot of parents. I feel like a lot of parents gives their daughters and their sons or whatever their daughters are, a boy, girl, girl, boy, whatever they are, gives the device and like okay play with this and your problem is all set like i feel like this generation does not teach kids what does not uh uh the, the 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 right type of love when it's needed or giving them the right type of hangout time when it's needed basically right attention does not give their kids the right attention i feel like a lot of parents blames it on the devices oh well they're on device all the time well they're just doing what they're doing you know like i feel like that people i feel like they're just blind they're i feel like we're split up i just feel like we're just split up it's basically what i feel like we're all split up and i think that's why you got a lot of people feel alone and feels discouraged and 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 doesn't feel like they have the courage to to be anything because a lot of kids don't have a mom and dad that that lives with them you know parents don't a lot of kids don't have the type of childhood that they their parents had when they was growing up or even if their parents have been growing up in that in their type of childhood maybe they're giving that type of childhood off to this type of generation and messing up their, you know mess up their lives so um, that's just kind of how I feel about it. Um, I feel like our generation is just what it is. It's a messed up generation. And um, kids should not have devices. Kids should not have anything that has anything to do with being on the internet. 
And that's how I feel about it. Teenagers, yes. But kids? Uh, because it's dangerous and the internet could destroy even the even a child. Exactly. It can. It can give you to, it can make you feel too alone at times. It can make you feel like that you ain't gonna really talk to at times and you can definitely become psychotic off of it basically. Like you can and suicide because of whatever's going on on social media or whoever said what on social media or the hate, whatever. You know, it can cause a lot of things to go through your head. So, guys, so thank you for this segment. It's been a really good one. When it comes out, please um, check it out. A lot of good stuff on here about basically about the world as a whole and how life is. Um, so, please check exactly. it out. Go check mm-hmm. out Stevie Levy's podcast as well. Um, go and support just him drop- on his socials. Just dropped one and- earlier. Uh, I'm about to give it some hype when I get off of here. I'm going to put it on my story and get people to go and look at it. Guys, go and look at those. Go and look at his stuff. Go support. Um, Also, guys, you know about the Davey Astro show. used to be Mystic's World. But same thing, just a more professional name. So that, you know, because I want to get recognized and I came up with this, you know, more mature title, and um, hopefully we can get up there. So, guys, go check him out. Um, go check him out on his socials as well. He is, I believe, Stevie Bug Twenty on everything that you can imagine, except for TikTok. On TikTok, what are you on TikTok? King of the King of Stones is TikTok. King of Stones on TikTok, guys. But everywhere else is Stevie Bug 20. Yep, I was 20. And guys, go check out Likey and TikTok and all of those. Not saying you have to, but just give TikTok, give um, all these social media apps, you know, give them a little, um, give them a little taste. Trust me. I know how you feel. You may feel like by you not. Trying something new is gonna be scary. Trust me, I know. One thing I do know is how scary something is when you first try it, especially being in front of a camera where people you don't even know. I know that's gonna be scary. So go check them out over there and as well. Go check out me over on Welcome to the Red Zone with Samantha's World, which is the owner of Welcome to the Red Zone. I am the owner of the David Asho show, aka the Mystics World. So yeah. I was like, I, I double podcast, and it's fine, you know. Gotta go check you out a double podcast, and if you want to do exactly what we do, go check out Anchor. Um, go check out Anchor, um, which is a streaming platform that we podcast on, what we're on right now, Anchor. And also go check out some of our older stuff over on StreamYard, which is Prices Sounds. Um, welcome to the Red Zone on both. Facebook and YouTube. So go check those out as well. And is anything else you want to say before we head out? Yes. Uh pretty pretty soon guys on my on my new I'm I'm starting a new YouTube channel pretty soon. I'm getting a whole new camera soon. Hopefully I'm crossing my fingers. Hopefully I'm getting a whole new camera soon. 
like an actual like those types that YouTubers use is like those for computers and stuff. Like you could like the the, the uh, takes microchips. Um, I'm gonna begin. So pretty soon when I get those cameras, my podcast, my YouTube, and I'm gonna be doing. Actually, like you go, you're gonna hear. So basically, what's gonna happen is you guys are gonna hear the voice. So I'm gonna have my my I'm gonna have my thing connected to my Bluetooth. I'm gonna have my put on to me, and I'm gonna be talking on my show, and you're gonna hear the voice. And I'll put down and I'll put down below in the corner of the screen of who the person I'm talking to. Like right. I'll put the name, put the name down the screen of the person I'm talking to. Pretty soon, I'm gonna be uh, upgrading to YouTube. Pretty soon, and have, I'm gonna be uh, making a whole podcast show and moving it to YouTube instead of just doing it just here on my phone. I'm gonna have it on YouTube. So yeah, um, make sure you guys be look, on the lookout for that soon. It's not coming yet I'm soon. I'm yeah, so well, I wanted to shout out. Wanted to shout that out real quick. But yeah. That's very smart. And guys, if you want to be on YouTube and you like editing and you like your editing career, go to OBS. OBS is a software where they allow you to edit your um, videos, but also add music to it and edit the music and do all this spectacular things all in one software. Instead, I know on most devices like phones, you have to try to find 300 million some apps to like make your videos like they want them but with OBS it's one software on your laptop or computer where you can stream everything there you can edit everything in one you can also live stream you can also live OBS which is cool. Pretty sure it's good for YouTube videos as well. Getting all that editing and stuff. That's what I really want. I want to do like a lot of editing. I want to. I want to get myself. I want to get myself involved. It's not going to be just about doing podcasts. I'm going to have days where I'm going to podcast where people are going to watch my videos. I want to interview the people that watch my videos, and I want to have them ask me questions about my 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 youtube vlogs my youtube videos oh why'd you do that oh okay so that's what you did so what brought you to do that you know like just bringing in like little questions like that and then me explaining everything like you know you guys can hear about can really juicy insights of what's coming out next and blah blah i'm gonna be posting daily on youtube editing daily on youtube I'm gonna be living a really busy life. YouTube is very busy. It's more busier than Mikey, all these other platforms because you got editing every single day. And then kind of the whole nother yeah, the next day. Edit next next day post. So I'll be back to back every single day. Because um YouTube right. now requires people to post every day. Yes. And if you Every day, then your content can be revoked. So, so got to make sure you post every day on that on that platform. If you're a YouTuber out there, 
It's hard. If you so guys, unless you're ready to do unless you're ready to do this, don't go for it. Please. If you feel like YouTube is too much, don't go for it. Because me myself, I know I barely wanna post on these but some as big as YouTube everyday posting. <laughs> that would probably See, look, destroy me. YouTube, what I wanna do, that's what I wanna do. I I want to go live on Instagram while I'm editing. Like I I want to I want to be busy. Be busy. I want to edit. I want to do like stuff, and then like I want to go live on my Instagram or go live on whatever. And I want and I want to talk to people while I'm busy editing. And people ask you what you're doing. Oh, hey, I'm I'm editing a you know my latest YouTube. Make sure you go and check. Because I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a trailer coming up on my uh on my um. Instagram about it, telling you when it's going to be uh, posted, and then, and then when I do that, it'll give people that oh, well, it's going to be out like six o'clock tonight. Okay, cool. I'm going to go watch that. So, yeah. So right. that's kind of what I like about it. You know, I want people to like be questionable about, man, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just editing. It's busy editing. Blah blah. You know, to feel more busy. Yeah, I can't wait. So thank you, so thank you guys so much for joining the show. As always, if you do start with you, you know who can make you great. Who better knows yourself than you? Whatever you do in life. As always, I am Davy Astro, aka Mr. World, and this has been another. Interview Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah.